back again every day isn't that weird again consistency i think we brought that one up before and i'm i'm digging the consistency here even in this continued discipline so thank you guys for holding me accountable thanks for anybody who's even still there listening i imagine after 24 days you know hard to tune in but we'll see so yeah day 24 bar is closed i want to go off of what i was talking about yesterday in regards to kind of our cover and how we all can be self-medicated in whatever way we are, whether it's booze or other things, and kind of keep our cover so that we really, as I was also saying before, do our best to dispel any doubt and disbelief from others, and even criticism for that matter, right? But first, I want to read a poem that actually has been really meaningful for me. I got a whole lot behind this. I've carried this book around for quite some time, Claude Gibran's The Madman. These words are actually a part of a lot of my branding as David Chang had put together some beautiful calligraphy work using this material that we both collectively decided to do together, and he supported me in on the Mixed Messages podcast. So anybody who hasn't listened to that yet, check that out. But let me just go ahead and read this and see how this flows. You ask me how I became a madman. It happened thus one day, long before many gods were born. I woke from a deep sleep and found all my masks were stolen. The seven masks that I have fashioned and worn in seven lives. I ran maskless through the crowded streets, shouting, Thieves, thieves, the cursed thieves. And men and women laughed at me. Some ran to their houses in fear of me. And when I reached the marketplace, a youth standing on the housetop cried, He is a madman. I looked up to behold him, and the sun kissed my own naked face for the first time. For the first time, the sun kissed my own naked face and my soul was inflamed with love for the sun. And I wanted my masks no more. And as if in a trance, I cried, Blessed, blessed are the thieves who stole my masks, and thus I became a madman. And I have found both freedom and safety in my madness. The freedom of loneliness and the safety from being understood for those who understand us enslave something in us. But let me not be too proud of my safety, because even a thief in jail is safe from another thief. So I'll let you guys read into that one however you want, but you know, it resonates on a whole bunch of different levels with me, still does every single time, and it's appealing away that, you know, I do believe that in life, you don't really need more. You typically need to remove the things that keep you from your joy out of the way of joy, right? It's not like, oh, let me pile on new cars or new tits or new makeup or new guns or new trucks or whatever the different genders that we all find attached to the material world. And it's not really about adding all that that really gives us that joy. We know that. It's kind of about the peeling away and removing of everything that keeps us from our truly authentic self. Truly us, who we really believe ourselves to be deep down. And so that's where I kind of wanted to elaborate again and kind of circle back around on what, you know, that I think we've touched on it a few times is, again, the ability for us to be frauds and imposters in our community, in our households, in our churches, in our markets, anywhere we go, 
from the character flaws that we're seeing from people who play nice in one scene and then are unruly and rude and maybe racist and other scenes that just expose them for the rotten to the core shit that they're having to deal with inside of themselves and that that just blew their cover right the many variations of the people who would go off the rails and have this perfect facebook life for a long time and then boom now the huge cries for help and things like that that completely shatter that i'm no stranger to that anybody who's watched my life in the last year has seen a lot of public outcry on a number of different fronts of what i've been reaching out for in my own soul awakening but again the real point of it is when are we being frauds in our life when are we lying to ourselves first maybe lying from the very basis of okay let me just be frank i'm not elated about my life i'm not elated with my income maybe maybe i'm not elated with exactly how i have to spend my days every day maybe i don't want to be behind a laptop or i don't want to run heavy machinery or i'm not elated with my life and just being able to admit that to then take it even worse and, and go well fuck actually I'm, I'm pretty bitter about these things or i'm frustrated about this or i can't feel it i don't feel like i can change this we don't have those conversations because we've already reconciled that they're it's all too broken and so what do we do? We do what we can to cope. We do what we can to survive and still strive. And But, you know, are we our best? Are we 100% in our core? You know, just rocking life, heart and soul. Is that bringing others closer to us? Are we bringing, you know, even, or are we just happy in our loneliness? I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to be an ultimate philosopher here, but I do think that it's easy for us, especially when it comes to drinking or any kind of substances, to lie to ourselves and to do whatever we can to both lie to ourselves and show others that we have it all together and that we can make these decisions and be these partial train wrecks at times and, and that it's okay because we have the house covered or we have parenting covered or we have this covered because we're the best at this or we're highly regarded in our fields in this or <laughs> all that is bullshit, right? We know it in the end, it's all bullshit. Nobody loves anybody else because they're better at their career. You don't love your husband or your wife because they're so good at their career. Might have attracted you in the beginning, but over time, it's just not something you love. And so you don't get to be a, a boozy asshole because you're highly respected in your career. Or because you bring home the bacon and the butter. you know, Or because you take care of the family all day long and do all that. You still don't get to wind it out or whatever. So I mean, and when you do, there's something that doesn't, it feels off. And everybody has to kind of suffer from it is what my feeling is. And so at this point, taking those hard looks at yourself and knowing that there's an underlying un unease and unsatisfaction about one's life that causes us to kind of mute those areas, numb some, lubricate another, tweak it this way, self-medicate, and get through and rock it. And for the most part, we're doing pretty damn good. We're taking care of the people we love, and we should be honored and respected and left alone for the, our decisions to drink and do otherwise. But I guess I'm here to say that it doesn't feel like that's a fair thing to ask of our family, of our communities and really honestly of ourselves. It's kind of a cop-out. Yeah. Good night.